Hi everyone and welcome to Empowering the Opposition. My name is Dr. Nafis Alam and our topic today will be echo chambers, the comforts and blind spots of echo chambers. Generally when we talk about echo chambers they're thought to be somewhat negative in that uh, it's an environment where essentially everyone agrees with one another, hence the echo. I say something, you say the same thing in your own words and Someone else does the same, someone else does the same, and the entire room, if we want to view it that way, the entire room tends to agree with one another. Now, the value of an echo chamber is certainly that, uh, that it builds confidence um, and camaraderie in that uh, uh, being surrounded by like-minded people helps you feel uh, grounded in your positions, whatever they may be. Um, the comforts of echo chambers just cannot be denied. Um, I think uh, some of the detractors to echo chambers uh, try to deny the comforts of echo chambers, and uh, in my opinion, they, they've done a poor job in that, uh, suggesting that echo chambers are just all bad, um, which certainly uh, isn't always the case. Uh, it can be quite comforting, really, especially when you need it. Uh, if you've had a bad day or a bad week, a bad month, a bad life event, um, an echo chamber can really help ground you in, in where you are and, and be supportive in many ways. So we don't want to take anything away from uh, the existence of echo chambers and in regards to the positive uh, role they, they could play uh, in human comfort. That being said, the uh, you know true empowering the opposition form, the counterpoint to that would be that when everybody in a room agrees with one another, um, there tends often not to be room for argument, uh, or not room, but not opportunity for argument. If all of us, let's say there are five people in a room, and all of us have the same values and the same beliefs, there's no challenge, right? Um, if we all agree with one another, none of our beliefs and none of our values are being challenged, and thus we go unchallenged into the world and when met with a challenge for the first time let's say uh, we may not always know how to handle that because we're so accustomed to being in those comforting echo chambers thus it creates blind spots that's another area that is generally undeniable is that echo chambers creates blind spots in our arguments and values and beliefs so if, if the five of us agree on certain ideas and certain, uh, certain principles, um, we fail to develop the ability to see where our blind spots are. We would essentially uh, need someone who uh, disagrees with us to help us find our blind spots and shine a light on it so that we can address those blind spots and see how we reconcile um, in, those, uh, in those differences. The blind spots of echo chambers tend often to be <clears throat> used as the primary defining uh, element of echo chambers, um, and that's generally why they're considered to be bad uh, overall, because you know, uh, you're essentially failing to do something, intentionally failing to do something, and intentionally failing to consider certain viewpoints. <clears throat> so while, while the blind spots do exist in uh, echo chambers, um, the question, of course, would be how do we create an environment that 
provides the comforts of an echo chamber without creating the blind spots of an echo chamber? And generally speaking, the answer to that question may be to uh, be selective with, uh, with echo chamber participation. Um, if you're going to be in an echo chamber for the purpose of comfort, which is perfectly understandable, uh, I do it myself, I imagine most people do, uh, uh, it's quite comforting to be surrounded by like-minded folks, um, to also spend some time away from those echo chambers in areas where you feel uh, sort of uncomfortable um, because you are being challenged. Your ideas and your values and your beliefs are being challenged not in a you know not in a humiliating kind of way but rather in an intellectual discourse kind of way where well why do you think that yet you think this in this other category sort of a um, calling attention to perhaps a hypocrisy that uh, or a double standard uh, that you might have and that's the thing with double standards and hypocrisies and we're all hypocrites we all have double standards um, I do you do we all do it's nothing that is uh, that's unique to one person and thus it should be ridiculed um, we're all uh, perpetrators and victims of uh, of the idea that double standards and should and should not exist right so uh, the echo chambers can certainly uh, comfort folks um, but it also does create uh, blind spots when we consider uh, sort of how to approach it from a systemic and societal level. What happens when an echo chamber gets to the size that you believe that um, it should be, your echo chamber should be the defining uh, sort of idea um, or set of ideas, defining think tank, if you will, uh, for society. Um, that's when you might think of your ideas as being better than others and thus uh, you might get to the point where you believe that other ideas should be eradicated um, because you're surrounded by so much agreement that you can't fathom the idea of someone actually disagreeing with you and thus when met with someone who does disagree with you you feel like no this isn't right this shouldn't happen eradicate this from society eradicate uh, disagreement from society potentially so there's that element there's that possibility as well and that you you get so addicted to that comfort of echo chambers uh, that you not only fail to see the blind spots but rather when you see the blind spots pop up you just you 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 think that there's something wrong with them and not nothing wrong with you and I think when it comes to human nature, that might be one of the most dangerous things uh, that can happen is for you to be having those delusions of grandeur, myself included. For let's let's put it on me, right? Like for me to have those delusions of grandeur, disallows me from continuing to be a student of life um, and and having the ability to change my mind based on new and upcoming information and data. Um, just because I thought one way yesterday doesn't mean that I have to think that way today. And that doesn't speak less of me, uh, or that doesn't speak less of yesterday's version of me. Uh, because one thing's guaranteed is change. Tomorrow I'll be a different person than I am today. Does that mean that I'm less of a person today? No, of course not. Neither are you. These echo chambers and the idea that, that we all have to stay the same over the course of our lifetimes um, can be problematic in that sense. However, Again, in true empower empowering the opposition form, considering the counterpoints here, the echo chambers 
can bring some value there. Because once you've left, once you've, let's say, evolved in your own kind of way and you've left an echo chamber um, because you no longer agree with those principles and values, as most humans do, most humans tend to grow. Their, their ideologies will grow and evolve into different ideologies than they were in the past. You'll still have the opportunity, and this is a positive echo chambers, we go back and forth, um, is that you can look back on your echo chambers and ask yourself, you know, why you thought the way that you did. It's a good place for an assessment. And if you still have entry into those echo chambers, you can certainly visit and see how people are talking about things and thinking about things. So this way you can do a self-awareness assessment and see why was I thinking this kind of way when I was X, Y, Z years old? Um, and why do I think differently now? Ultimately, uh, you know, echo chambers, like most things, are not inherently good nor inherently bad. Uh, I think it's important that we recognize, uh, in true empowering the opposition forum, the value of the opposing arguments, the value of the counter-argument. So while society in general will likely say that echo chambers are all bad and we need to uh, get rid of them altogether, there's a great deal of value, human comfort, uh, as well as sort of like markers and self-awareness assessments that uh, that can be served well by echo chambers. Um, the negative elements of echo chambers will certainly remain um, in that they are uh, they are not diverse from an ideological standpoint. By definition, they're an echo chamber. Um, echoes don't change; it's what you say and it's repeated back to you. Um, so both the positives and the negatives of echo chambers are true, um, and I think if if you're responsible and self-aware about, um, or not necessarily self-aware, but just regular uh, aware in general about uh, the pros and cons of echo chambers, um, it can be quite beneficial to participate in them um, while spending some time away from them as well. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I'm Dr. Nafis Alam, and this has been Empowering the Opposition. See you next time.